Hello everyone, it is May 4, 2022, a week before the Philippine elections. Uh, the elections of the Philippines is starting on May 9, 2022. And we can sense that the market is also very much cautious about the results because the surveys are heavily favoring that there will be a BBM SARA presidency. And a lot of economists and a lot of traders, a lot of Filipinos are worried about that happening because of the significant impact towards the economy leading to massive uh, problems due to the quote-unquote uh, reverse movement of the Philippines going backwards. So I don't know. Um, but uh, obviously, uh, I am not here to sway your judgment, but I am, of course, going to be voting for Lenny Kiko, and I'm one of the traders who uh, will be going to vote for the candidate that I want. So it doesn't matter. This is not about the votes. It's also about the market. So let's discuss the markets today. So let's go. Okay, so what are the news that you have to be aware of? Well, in you, if you can see, press releases today are earning. So let's just take a look. Your MPI in the first quarter still managed to earn a lot. And uh, when I say managed to earn a lot, that's 23% income, $3.1 billion for the first quarter. MPI, of course, is a high cash dividend company. You could see that the company's earnings came from recovery of the economy, uh, intensified election-related activities in the country with people going out and about because of the rallies. You're seeing that toll road traffic is now back to pre-pandemic levels. Power consumption has increased as more in industries are ramping up operating capacity. So from an operations perspective, MPI has increased their contribution uh, from operations, increasing to 4.3 billion pesos. About half of that comes from power, that is Meralco, 2.5 billion pesos or actually 60% of the total, 58%. Toll roads was, was also a big uh, a big deal. You're, you're seeing 1.2 billion pesos coming from MPI toll roads or 29%. The rest are particularly small with water, just 14% contribution, 0.6 billion. Um, and of course, your other businesses such as hospitals, fuel storage, logistics, it still lost money of about 76 million. Now, reported net income for the parent company for the first quarter of 2022 is 5.7 billion pesos. Simply put, uh, because of the sales of Global Business Power and Don Muang Tollways. Now, total comprehensive income rose uh, 8% to 7.5 billion pesos due to the translation adjustment gate of foreign investments and disposal of DMT in 2021. Let's take a look at the most glowing part of the earnings report, which is Meralco. Here, Meralco's contribution, the largest electric distribution company in the Philippines has increased their revenues to 86 billion pesos. That is a 33% increase following growth in power generation, higher pass-through volumes, higher distributed volume. Everyone in the Philippines obviously has Meralco. So this monopoly is still uh, very strong. Uh, I would say that no matter who wins the elections, you have to consider, hey, what companies do I want to own, whether or not my candidate wins? And I would say that Meralco is one of those stable names. Anyway, if whoever wins, you will still be using electricity in your home. So consider these companies on any drops while the market volatility can continue to fall. If, um, if the market doesn't like who the candidate that wins, wins. Okay, so total energy sales increased 6% to 11,000 gigawatt hours. Continuing hybrid work arrangements, home-based learning setup, as well as warm temperatures, 
push residential sales volume to grow 5%. Your sales volume is rising 6% amid an increase in economic activities, demand for real estate, education, all these hybrid face-to-face classes, as well as resumption of retail segments, restaurants, hospitality sector. You can see that as more and more are opening their stores, all of them, of course, consume more electricity, more aircon, and that really is uh, an ability to say that a sign of reopening recovery is actually a strong earnings output from your Meralco. So, um, and of course, the toll roads as well. Okay, so glowing numbers there. Let's read about regulations though. Here uh, we can see that Meralco has received and implemented an order from the Energy Regulatory Commission to expand the coverage of the distribution through up refund to include the December 2020 to 2021 period, this amounts to a 4.8 billion peso refund to be implemented over the next 12 months. This is the difference between the actual weighted average tariff and the ERC-approved interim average rate for distribution-related charges. Okay, so all in all, uh, Meralco is proposing a maximum average price of 1.57 peso per kilowatt hour based on their annual revenue requirement needed to cover significantly higher capital and OPEX. Okay, let's read further the toll roads naman of MTI. Toll roads increased 15% due to improved traffic, impact of toll rate adjustments. Um, in 2021, traffic has rose. You're seeing daily vehicle entries rising to about 500,000. Per, uh, per day, uh, rising 7% in toll roads. Traffic on international tollways like Vietnam also up significantly. You're seeing Vietnam uh, vehicle entries up 50%, opening of Hanoi Highway in April 2021, as well as relaxation of COVID-19. Indonesia, entries increased 13% to 240,000 people or i.e. vehicles per day. Cornet income of the toll roads is strong due to improvement in traffic. So that is a recovery play. Okay, let's read further what else are the MPI. MPI says that they've inaugurated an 8.9-kilometer Cebu-Cordova Link Expressway in ceremonies led by Rodrigo, President Rodrigo Duterte and Manny V. Pangilinan. So you're seeing actually that the Philippines has benefited from that build-build-build infrastructure program during the Duterte arena, and that has quite uh, been positive for MPI. MPI launched the MPT Drive Hub, the travel companion app, providing mobility solutions for a hassle-free journey for motorists. You're uh, seeing a lot of people in general like this Build, Build, Build program, whoever wins. And it's good that whoever wins expressed as well the, the likelihood of continuity on these Build, Build, Build programs since the Philippines really lacks infrastructure modernization. So here, um, we could see that it is a good bet, if ever, that MPI will continue to win whichever whichever the winds blow. So that's really how an investor has to think. You have to be neutral, whoever candidate wins, which companies will win, whoever wins. So these are stocks that's really, um, I think, positive naman, stable. Um, you're seeing here that uh, they're planning to expand the Euro 4 compliant feet jeepney modernization program they call it the biahe these are electric jeepneys uh, part to revolutionize the philippines jeepney transport system continued construction activities on all the major toll projects you could see that these are the major toll expansion to cavitex uh, c5 south link nlex standalone road projects um, in terms of construction spending here, you're seeing target completion 2023. That is a positive for the Philippines. So I think it's a very good uh, stock to invest upon. If you're just really 
benefiting from infrastructure of modernization, whoever wins. Now, let's take a look. Indonesia here, um, they just broke ground. Uh, the Margautama Nusantara, the toll road subsidiary, broke ground on its BSD projects. Okay, so the water business, let's just see, even if it's a very small part, it's just 14% contribution, it still is, what, 600 million pesos, still worth talking about. So Manila, uh, Manila you can see that uh, this is the Philippines' largest water utility in terms of customer base. Uh, Manila is um, revenues, 5.3 billion, lower build volumes on water. Residential demand still declined. Commercial consumption was flat. Um, CAPEX amounted to 3.4 billion, spending to intensify leak repairs, pipe replacements to conserve water, um, making possible the recovery of some 16 million liters per day. It's fine. So you have to fix the situation of leak repairs to save on the future costs. Um, to meet the needs of 16,000 households. All right. Following the grant of legislative franchise, the terms of Manila accepted on March 21, the 12% VAT removed from water bills. Uh, customers instead will pay a significantly lower government tax from 2% to 2.825%, consisting of 2% national franchise tax. Okay, so you can see that MPI has the most to, um, has the most to win if they are... Uh, seen to be part of the build, build, build program of the government if they are seen quite, you know, just succeeding for the rest of the economy. So the light rail segment, which is the LRT, this is a 20-station light rail uh, line transversing from Pasay to QC. Revenues has increased, more mobility. <clears throat> Average daily ridership is now 160,000, up 17%, more, more people going out, more people commuting. Expansion of 20 out of the 30 Gen 4 train sets committed by the government have arrived to date. So, yun. Um, in general, the hospitals, yung mga hospitals, diba, wala pa masyadong profits dito. But uh, let's just go through it. MPI operates the largest private hospital network. You've got 19 hospitals, 6 radiotherapy centers, 2 healthcare colleges, 1 cancer radiotherapy, and 1 central lab nationwide. Okay, so in, in general, I'd say that MPI is definitively um, a good company. Now, um, it depends on good companies equivalent to good stocks. So let's just go through the stock price as well of MPI. So today, MPI is trading at its 10-year uh, lows um, here at about 380. That's um, almost the same price as 2013. We can see that for the month, monthly, that MPI has done pretty where, nowhere for the last, what, uh, 2007 to 2022, 15 years. MPI has been stuck in a small range. Uh, the range being you've got a lot of buyers at 2.6 and you've got a lot of sellers at 6 above. So I think that the stocks do not need to reflect really the accurate uh, fundamentals. The stocks can go anywhere they want. But um, for reasons being that MPI is a profitable company, let's just go through how much the earnings per share of MPI is. To do that, let's just go to the edge um, or even just here. Um, let's go to the index. This is the WealthSec platform. How do you just check simple analyzing of MPI? Since MPI is part of your PSEI, you can just click PSEI here. Then you just go to fundamental there. And then you just click MPI, holding firm. So MPI trading at 3.8 has a dividend of about 11 cents, a dividend yield of 3%. That would be a good parking place for your cash. Notwithstanding, of course, that 3.8 also goes down to 3.5 or 
But is it from a 10-year perspective actually cheap already? Whoever wins. So MPI is trading at about um here. Uh, it says here that monthly trailing EPS is 18 cents. So 20 times PE ratio. Your price to sales, um, MPI, it's trading about two times price to sales. I understand they have debts for MPI, so we'll take a look at the balance sheet as well. Um Dividend yield is 3%. I think it's more of a look on how much debt MPI carries today. Uh, MPI is trading at 100 billion market cap. And um, if it's a 20 times PE ratio, that means that it is earning 20 billion pesos every year. So amongst that uh, 20 billion pesos, let's take a look. This is the MPI uh, recent results. We can see here that uh, 18 cents earnings per share. How about the assets? How much loss? Uh, how much activity liability? It says here that on that 100 billion peso market cap, you will have um, this one total liabilities of about, I think this is 357,000 million. How much is that? It's 35 billion. No? So you've got 35 billion on uh, non current liabilities here. Service concession fees payable, long-term debt here is 238,000 million, which is 238 billion ba to? Sorry, billion to, billion, billion pala. Sorry, this is not ano, 357 billion. So the sense that I'm seeing here is that um, obviously the market is really um, afraid of debt. So if you ask me why MPI might have been, you know, not, doing as well it's really most of the financial position you've got um well it says here total assets are huge 597 billion most of their assets are in toll roads in hospitals in a lot of this um service concession assets um it is a high capex business unlike businesses that are low capex a similar um a similar company with mpi would be all the toll roads of china um, the market isn't as bullish because of that asset. This one, basically this one, this uh, this this balance sheet. So that that is three fifty seven billion. So despite you getting six hundred billion of assets, you also have three hundred fifty seven billion, which means that the company total assets x liability is about two hundred two hundred forty, no two fifty billion two forty. Yeah, marunong patay mag minus five nine seven minus three five seven is two forty b. Um, they do have cash. I believe some of their cash is relocated to um, some buyback programs. And I think, like in fairness to them, if you have eleven cents to pay as earnings from your uh, as dividend from your eighteen cents, that technically tells you that um, how much is that? If uh, if eighteen cents represents twenty billion, they have ten billion pesos of income that they are paying out. Um, at some point, you know. Three pesos below will be very tempting for other people, uh, no matter their views on the economy or on the situation of the Philippines. So, yun, um, you have to think about these things that uh, the market is quite um, looking for uh, a catalyst. And they cannot know the catalyst because the elections are coming next week. Uh, your catalyst could be bearish or bullish depending on how infrastructure investments will continue. But my sense is that whoever wins, indeed, uh, you'll just get infrastructure spending 
anyway, whoever wins. So um, with the stock price trading at 3.8, it could fall 3.4, but I'm I'm of the view that there's actually more buyers than sellers. So um, that price is almost equivalent to the same price 10, 15 years ago here. And we might just be stuck in a perennial large trading range for MPI. So why is it going to be a buy at 3 pesos no matter what? Because uh, obviously Meralco is still printing money. Uh, Meralco, Toll Roads print money. And for those who are who really are more bullish on Meralco, you could see that Meralco held up very well uh, overall. And uh, over the last 10 years, because Meralco has been paying that 15 peso dividend, Meralco has been quite quite the, the one that's been getting the premium because it has less of those baggage that uh, MPI has. The, the liabilities are mostly in the conglomerate. So here, Meralco, you can see that I would say that at 300 pesos, if this falls, maybe this is something that you might be including in your buys uh, as the world, whoever wins, of course, the Philippines, whoever wins, will still need consumption. So utilities will often get a buyer. And um, this would be entry, actually entry point, yan, any price from about 300 to 270 pesos. I'm of the view, guys, that you can buy it. So that is one stock to buy amidst this election paranoia on whoever wins. Let's talk about uh, a few things in the Philippine market. This is an interesting um, uh, idea. Well, okay, wait, where did I see that? Okay, I was been reading this one. Okay, so let's just read this. So ASEN is going to be distributed to all the Ayala Corporation's common shareholders. So this is an interesting thing that Ayalas are giving. The Ayalas here approved um, that anyone who has a one common share of AC is now going to be given three ASEN shares. I think it's just given for free because it is a property dividend. You don't really pay for property dividend. The declaration of these property dividends will now provide opportunity for Ayala Corp shareholders to directly benefit on its successful, successful business building initiatives. Ascent's public float will, of course, increase in this process. And then they will meet the 20% minimum public ownership requirement needed by the Philippine Stock Exchange. In this post-transaction, all that the ASEN shareholders will become from 57 to 42, AC, EIC's ownership level. Um, three ASEN shares for every one common shares. This is recorded to everyone um, who, are, uh, who are shareholders of Ayala Corp before May 27. So this is another great idea. Let's talk about that. Ayala Corporation today. If you have invested your money in Ayala Corp in the Philippines for the last 10 years, well, um, your money would have gone up and down. That's 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 this. Okay, so from 2013 or 2014, uh, well, actually depends on 2013. If 10 years ago, then you will you would have been able to get in at 500 peso below for AC, which tells you that oh, um, you would have still been okay. It's not gr tremendously great, but it's okay. So um, what's what's beautiful about this uh, arrangement of Ayala Corp is that. Now that you're seeing that the world is uh, obviously against uh, whoever uh, whoever the, the 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 surveys are saying that's that's bleeding in the Philippines, you're seeing that the Philippines is now trying to goose up the returns of shareholders of AC because for the last ten years you could see that investing in AC resulted to nothing in your money. 700 to 1,000, yes, if you sold. But if you didn't sell, then 700 is still 700, which tells you that you're just back to square one, somewhere here about 2014. And if it falls further, just like what happened in the pandemic here, you can even go as far as, what, 
sometimes as low as 2012 lows of 500 pesos. My sense is that um, the economy in the Philippines is heavily reliant, obviously, with a lot of infrastructure spending. A lot of these infrastructures are made about by a lot of investments in the in the country, whether it be roads, tollways, uh, infrastructure and energy. Um, to me, though, uh, what Ayala is doing now here at these levels of 700 is twofold. Now, I'm not saying that Ayala Corp at 700 is cheap, but with three ASIN shares given to you for free, it may trigger a small bounce, actually. At 724 um, here, let's talk about the daily here. You could see that um, the daily price action is already near support, i.e., even if you're a little bit bearish in the Philippine economy, you would have to say that here at about 700 area, even from a short-term perspective, you might get a bounce. And it could actually bounce also because of that catalyst, i.e. you're given free shares of ASEN if you just simply hold your Ayala Corp until May 27. Well, recorded date is May 27. You have to choose three days before that. So May 27, that means 1, 2, 3, around May 23 to 24. That would be the X date. Okay, so... I'd say that uh, May 23 is the last day for people to buy AC. And the lower it goes, it's going to be uh, tempting for the buyers to actually buy it. Um, what exactly are they getting? ASEN, of course, is the infrastructure play of AC to bring about uh, a big electric movement in the Philippines, i.e. big solar, big alternative energy movement, not just in the Philippines, but in Southeast Asia in general. But we cannot be profitable about that in the short term. So everyone knows that AC Energy is a growth stock. At the very least, it would it would behave just like all growth stocks will be, which is not a horizontal, which is not a straight line up, but obviously it will trade more in a very big movement upside and downside. So you're going to get roller coasters like these things that happen. We warned people that 1213 is very high and even at 10, actually, we kept on saying, ah, blah, 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 pa rin yan. how low can Ashen go? Um, we've got a lot of supports in general, six pesos, five pesos. But generally speaking, if AC energy shares are going to be given to AC shareholders, you have to assume that further dilution for AC energy because somebody's going to get it for free. Sample, I buy 700 pesos. I get three shares of ASEN for free. So, of course, um, if I want ASEN, what will I do? I will just buy AC. Why will I buy ASEN? I can just buy it. I can just buy ASEN and get, uh, sorry, I can just buy AC and get what? Almost a, sabi natin, 7 pesos times 3. I get 21 pesos for free, no? So, Parang 700, nagkaroon ako ng 20 peso discount or something like 4% discount. I think that's not a bad idea for the people looking to, hey, what can I buy in the in the next two months or the next two weeks? Think that uh, you want to place uh, a look a, a look on a potential buying spree for AC within the next few days. Now, let's just go through the market. Uh, sorry, nakalimutan ko to sa index. Okay, so index is now dropping, no? 6,700 index, 5 billion peso market value. Normal yung drop ng Meralco and Globe after the dividends have been released, but every three months, every six months, marami ang earnings, so people would continue to patronize buying these dividend names. Uh, tingnan natin yung index muna, let's just go through it. SM Prime, 36 pesos. URC, 110. Converge, 29. Monde, 13.76 Metro Bank is 50.95, DPI is 
Asen is 7.57, Aboyt is far as 32 pesos, Megaworld is 2.85, Wilcon is 27.4, Pure Gold is 33.3, Emperador is 19.88, Robinson's Land is 19.1, AGI is 11.4, MPI is 3.8, Lusotan Group is 8.6, AEV is 50 peso, San Miguel Corp is 105, Security Bank is 102, GTCap is 512, GG Sum is 55, PLDT is 1850, Jollibee 217, BDO 127, Globe 22, Ayala Lantern. 31, ICT is 212, Ayala Corpus 725, Meralcos 330, SMS 833. Um, for the people who are looking at the Philippine market, they will judge this. Actually, not naman talaga so much on the earnings, uh, sorry, not too much on the election results, but really on how bad things can get. When you're buying naman kasi a company, what you're thinking is, kakain pa ba mga tao? Mag-energy crisis tayo. Kailangan pa rin natin ng electricity. So, if you think about it, the beneficiaries of the Philippines on the long-term perspective would still be energy stocks. So, ano ba dito sa index may energy related? Well, it's still gonna be Aboitis Power. No? So, Aboitis Power pa rin. And, um, so, let's take a look at those things. Sorry. Uh, Aboitis Power is AP. It has pulled back. You can see that 36 has pulled back to 31, 32. But from a longer-term perspective, you take a look at this. Aboitis Power has actually just been consolidating in a very nice, healthy correction. So here, uh, Aboitis about uh, 10, 20 year, 10, 10, 15 years ago was about 3 pesos, rallied about 48, dropped to 24. Uh, my view is not any dips of Aboitis here, about 30 or 35. Uh, sorry, siyempre bumbana siya from 35. But at 31, 30, 29, I think that um, as this drops, there will be some buyers on Aboitis Power. So Aboitis Power, all the power companies in the Philippines would be, um, I think, relatively safe. Uh, of course, relative is a safe word. The stock market can fall 10%, Aboitis Power can fall 5%. So falling 5% is safer than losing 10%. You might argue, ande, wag na lang mag-invest. That's also a fine answer. Okay, uh, Samirara here tells you that it's continuing to still ramp up naman. Um, coal Philippines, uh, basically Philippines still reliant on coal. My view is still, uh, well, intact pa rin yan. This is a healthy pullback for Semirara. Dips at about 27, 25 would still be patronized uh, by people who believe na, yun nga, whoever wins, energy is still a necessity in the Philippine market. So, um, wouldn't see a big problem from a, from a business sense, just from a business sense uh, on these um, power companies of the Philippines. Uh, let's go through uh, some things that are happening in your uh, Philippine market. All right. So how about the banks? Uh, I think the banks are very cyclical to the consumer economy, real estate like Ayala Land, SM Prime is very, it's very much related to consumer spending, i.e. are you confident in the Philippine economy? Because if you're not confident, how will you buy a house? So the very economic sensitive uh, stocks in the Philippines, which is your Ayala and your SM, they have a leeway to fall. That's why we said uh, PSEI 7275, Ingat kayo kasi SMAC, very consumer-reliant yan. Now it's falling to about 6.5. 6.7 ngayon, could fall 6.5. My sense is that um, where would you park your money if it's uh, if it's not supposed to be just in cash? Um, an idea would be stay safe on uh, Meralco, uh, stay safe on mga telephone uh, and Globe. So right now, Globe is trading at about uh, 2.2. We think that uh, the drop on uh, Globe is uh, an opportunity for you to load up still, no? So you're about 2.3, 2.2, even if mag-1.9 yan, I would say that that's okay. And actually, for pure gold naman, here, you know, shopping is still 
I'm not saying that shopping will grow and grow, but retail segment in terms of grocery are considered consumer staples. Kailangan mo kumain, di ba? Hindi ka man pwedeng magutom forever and ever. So pure gold is still gonna be a buy here about 31 or 32 or 29, 27. So these are where um, defensive stocks in the Philippines would really shine. That's my view. Now, yun nga, it's relative. Does shining mean 50% gain? Not necessarily. A shining stock could mean, well, natanggap mo dividend mo, kumita ka ng 5%, 10%, pwede na rin. So that's what I'm seeing in the Philippine market. It's just a small uh, trading range uh, wherein companies like Meralco will get bought, Apoitis Power will get bought. Um, banks, if it's very oversold, as I said, will get bought. So Metro Bank, it pays 4% dividend. Sorry, uh, MBT is now trading at 49%. 50 pala siya. So it felt about 50 below, pero you can see that uh, our eyes are looking at about 48, 46 to be a buying area. Um, also taking a look, let's say, kung bumagsak si BDO, uh, it's not like a superstar. I would say that pag bumabato ng 110, you can buy. So just as much as we were saying, uh, sell muna rito, you buy here. So hinitay natin for it to fall. And just waiting. Um, yeah, so let's take a look at your questions, if any. Lahan mo mga tanong. So there, um, to wrap it up, whoever wins, um, I think that the Philippine economy will continue to grow, albeit either slower or faster. And our hope in the Philippine economy is that, you know, whoever wins, pagpatuloy natin yung tama. Ta tama, which is, ayusin natin yung infrastructure spending in the Philippines. Um, energy is also great infrastructure to build upon. So... You know, as a third world country, the best thing that the Filipinos can have is a job. And um, if we can provide millions of jobs to them as a government spending, I think that is productive. That is a productive spend. Parang sinabi mo, um, as a company, is it okay for MPI to invest how many? Uh, 200 billion pesos towards fixing the tollways, the roads, the bridges. Is that a right thing? If you ask me, that is correct. So wag natin masyadong isipin na whoever wins, patay na yung Pilipinas, patay na ekonomiya. Hindi ganun yan. Uh, let's be hopeful. Uh, I personally want Lenny Kiko to win. But if BBM Sara wins, I hope that we can all vie for the Filipinos to advance as a world, no? as community. Insights about the Fed meeting. All right, let me answer that. Usually, say you'll notice that the interest rate increase of the Fed has largely been priced in. Kaya malakas na yung dollar against everything, every everything else. The dollar has been spiking uh, against the pesos. The dollar has been spiking against Europe. Everything, no? So the Fed interest rate hike of 50 basis points is widely known. So the markets already in the U.S. automatically threw away all the growth stocks. The Philippines, hindi naman tayo growth stock. So wala tayo dito masyadong growth stock. What is... The Philippines is largely value economy. When I say value economy, we're talking about consumer staples. Ano ba masasabi mo sa monde? It's just a consumer staple. Nagre-rely lang yan na kumain ka ng pansit kanton every now and then. And syempre, natatamaan siya ng inflation. Pero yun lang naman ang economy ng Pilipinas. Hindi naman... Philippines is not a technology provider. We are more of a technology consumer. Ginagamit lang natin si Facebook, gumagamit lang tayo ng mga Google, ginagamit lang natin si YouTube. So, to be fair, sa Pilipinas, the interest rate increase of US will not really impact 
hindi tayo masyal impacted niyan kasi yung growth stock eh. Um, ang interest rate hike is very much impactful to growth stocks economy. Pag sinabi mong growth stocks, you're talking about technology stocks. Alin sa Pilipinas ang tech stock dito? Halos ano eh. Alin? Alin? Wala akong masyabi na masabi dyan. Um, siguro, growth stock converge, broadband. Pero that's still not considered growth stock eh. Kasi broadband lang yan eh. Parang sinabi mo, AT&T and Verizon are growth stocks pag tatawanan ka lang ng USA. So, I wouldn't say that the Philippine economy is heavily um, gonna Im- be impacted by the interest rate hikes of US. Pero... If the interest rates of US goes up and up, chances are there is going to be a huge money flow towards US dollar. So the impact is kung Pilipino ka, huwag kang mangutang ng dollar. Kasi alam mo naman, the dollar peso is going up and up. The dollar is rising against the pesos. In other words, okay kung dollar earner ka. It's very positive to ICT. Uh, ICT has been doing well because the dollar, the dollars it earned is in dollar. So malakas yan. Um, and it's very obvious. You can see naman, the, the shipping is strong, no? ICT. Oh. Uh, international container terminals, up and up and up. So ito, um, the higher interest rates of the dollar is gonna be very positive to the dollar earner, which is ICT. Uh, ano pa ba dollar earner sa Pinas? Hmm. Yung iba kasi very, like, you, you can argue that, yeah, Jollibee earned some money in dollars, pero 90%, I mean, a lot of the money of of Jollibee is still largely domestic pa rin. So, sino ba ang dollar earner sa Pinas? Konti lang eh. I think it's just ICT. I mean, URC is not really too much also in USD dollars eh. Um, patay si Seb, by the way, I forgot to say. Oil re... You know, oil going up is very detrimental unless ma-pass on ni Sebian and it owes dollars. Liability ni ng, ng yung mga Airbus puro ano yun, puro dollar yung liability mo. So, oh, I forgot si so yan, medyo bearish tayo kasi may dollar problems naman and oil problems. So yan, 49 selling on Cebu, pero 38, 39 or 42 may buyers din dito. So it's just a trading range. Um, I look at the Philippines more in a neutral light, uh, pero hindi rin ako masyadong bearish, hindi rin ako masyadong bullish. No? So may mga companies na maghihirap because of the dollar increase. Anong companies yun? Um, I think Jollibee owes $500 million of debt and syempre inflation. So we've been saying on and on, matagal na natin sinasabi, mahirapan si Jollibee sa 250. Kahit sinong company, hirap yan, lalong-lalo uh, na kapag may utang ka ng dollar. So Jollibee ito, 260, 250, 240, 220, I think babagsak pa ng 190, may chance bumaba yan. Dito muna tayo sa mga 180. So we'll see, we'll take a look at that guys. Um, hope that you have a good day and if you don't have any candidate yet, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a trader who is uh, telling you that I vote for Lenny Kiko. Whoever wins, doesn't matter. Obviously, that's just my prerogative. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hindi ko alam yung implication ng mga isabong sa atin eh. Kasi um, parang malakas sa Pilipinas yung gambling. Sorry, sige, sagutin ko lang yung tanong kasi ngayon ko lang nabasa eh. Um, yung mga gambling stocks, tansya ko kasi, hindi siya talaga nagbe-benefit 
if the world is imploding to inflation, recession. So, hindi tayo magiging bullish masyado on mga gambling stocks dahil walang pera sa kaban yung mga households. I think in general, um, pag wala kang pera, 